Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. It was a long week. Yes. It was an exceptionally long week. I always like when we start off the show with this kind of energy because, I don't know, you're really mellow and I'm amped. Doesn't that usually end up in a podcast where I just sit here all quietly and you are like, No, it generally ends up in a podcast where you talk a lot more than you normally do. Why? And... Then I riff off of it. I see. And it's when I look, I don't know, the dumbest. Ah. <laughs> well, all right. I kind of come out like Parker the cat. All rares. So. And sass. So, what I would like to know is when exactly people decided that it was okay to move into a house where... You share a buttload of common space and just be (laughs) a giant fucking pig and leave your goddamn shit everywhere and like leave your trash on the counter and then, and then text property manager and be like, yo, there's ants. Why the fuck do you think there's ants, you dumbass? Maybe you should try cleaning up your sandwich leftovers from six months ago. (laughs) When did that happen? Hmm. I think I should abstain from participating in this discussion. Why? It might wind up with us not having a nice night. I can relate. I can relate to much of what you just ranted at the other person, but you're. But we don't live with a bunch of roommates. But you're selling it as it's a degree thing. But to me, it's not a degree thing either. It's like what. It's like what. Um. What is that freaking little dude Yoda? What he says: you either do or you do not. You don't try. You're either doing it the way it's supposed to be done, or you're not. No, but the difference... Anywhere in between is just trying, and trying doesn't exist. The difference is that we aren't living with a buttload of roommates. We are not roommates. It's different. So that means so that means you're just allowed to do whatever you want, and so am I? No. Okay. It means we work as a team and clean up each other's messes. Like, I pick up your nasty socks, and you clean up the nasty kitchen. <laughs> It's just how it goes. We both do things <laughs> that we mutually dislike because we take care of our house. The difference I'm stating is this is a house full of roommates who can't clean up their sandwich trash from six months ago. But it's all of them that can't clean it up. And because if anyone was cleaning up, it would be cleaner. Speaking from experience, when you have a pig for a roommate, not talking about you, when you no, have a pig for a roommate... You can clean and 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 clean. And And it doesn't last. Because you've got a pig for a roommate. 
your thoughts on that, my dear? Two people in the house are tidy and clean up to the point where they get pissed off and won't clean up anymore. Yeah. And the other three are just disgusting pigs. Well, you see, that's a problem. But like, okay. When did it become okay to move into a house as a temporary roommate situation and just be a filthy, disgusting pig? Is there no such thing as common courtesy where you take care of somebody else's house? Okay, but, but okay. Take this another place. And I'm sure if you talked to Austin and Daniela and even Marilyn, they would tell you that most of these apartments, when they turn hands, the reason that they go in with the attitude, we're just tearing everything out of there, is that that's how people treat the stuff. You know, think about it. If they're that bad with other people, depending upon them, imagine how bad they're going to be when it's just their apartment. I'm a hundred thousand times cleaner when it's just me, which is really strange. I know. doesn't make any sense. But you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine it can go the other way. The whole, ah, I'm a disaster because no one else is looking. So I get to be exactly who I want to be because no one's looking. <laughs> Yogi, I can't even know. Yogi is pouncing on Olive. The zoo has added again. I guess the part that really baffled me was the like two hours of complaints that I had to endure from all of these people collectively about the gnats in their kitchen. Well, okay. I figured something out. We've got to do something about the bottom shelf in the refrigerator because it's got some vegetation condensation or whatever. And something there. went bad. And that's why there's so many flies around. Yeah, we have gnats. But I figured that. But we have gnats. Yes, I'm going to say gnats because that word is fucking ridiculous. We have gnats and we are going to do something about them because we think they're gross. We're not going to call Daniela and whine that we have gnats. Exactly. Now we see the difference. My God! Sweet Jesus. That was my day. That was my day. I'm glad that I pretty much don't deal with that. Right? I'm really glad. Because that would frustrate me. Yeah. Yeah. That would frustrate anybody that has any sanity. Yeah. it's. it's I don't know. But... I guess, hmm, not even sure how to put it. I guess everybody has to decide for themselves what they're willing to accept and what they're not willing to accept. But but if you're accepting like pigsty and it brings roaches or gnats, gnats or ants, rats, demons, or rats, exactly, or mice, well, that's on you. You accepted. The standard of living that brought those things there. And if you did it because you were lazy, if you did it because you were too busy, whatever the reason is, as long as you fix it yourself, right? nobody cares. But don't go whining to other people who who didn't create the situation that they need to fix it. And I'm going to tell you, I really, like I started to say, I really think if you talk to them, they're going to tell you that these places are treated like shit. I, I... Yeah, that's probably very true. Well, I mean, okay, look back at us and our tendency in this location. 
you had the bug man come when you first moved in because the cucarachas were not your fault. Yep. Then we got a little lazy for a little while and we got some cucarachas of our own. And what did we do? We went to Home Depot. We got some freaking cucaracha spray. We cleaned up our act and we got rid of the cucarachas ourselves. Exactly. Then we got some messy neighbors that moved in. Well, no, they just became messy because they weren't messy originally. And then we got cucarachas because of them. But that, not our fault. So what do we do? We had the bug men come. Right. You don't whine about something that you're in control of. Exactly. And honestly, that seems to be, I don't know, the norm in society. To just whine about things, yeah. no matter what the, whose fault they are. Yeah. It's like complaining for complaining's sake. If you go outside, obviously not in California, in the middle of winter when it's minus 40, and you get frost and you aren't wearing shoes and you get frostbite on your toes, are you going to whine to somebody or are you yeah. going to be like, wow, I'm a giant moron yeah, who got frostbite on her toes? Me. It's your fault. Yeah. But haven't you ever seen people on social media that like they take they always seem to have a specific side of every issue? So there you go. I think people different people have different standards of what they're willing to accept. But the main thing is to understand that if you set the standards, it's on you when something goes wrong. Right. I can't though. I can't. If I have to listen to anybody whine anymore about that specific situation, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm just going to lose it. (laughs) Well, it's being handled, so they should chill out. Yes. Like big time chill out. Let's hope. Everybody chill out. Let's (laughs) hope. But yeah, let's do hope. (sighs) But what else can we talk about? So we... Sent an email push out. That was interesting. It was not quite well how I expected it to go. What did you expect? I didn't. Okay, I didn't expect. Don't, don't say what you didn't expect. What did you expect? I expected emails to go to people. Let me tell you what we did get that I didn't expect. The parts that were surprising to me. Okay. I'm surprised at how many people reply with "Please take me off your mailing list," because. Okay, the way I handle my emails that I don't want to receive, the first time I just delete them. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. this was a mistake. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. It's usually about the third to fifth time that I'll, like, search for the unsubscribe button or I will send it to junk. I hear you. So it was really surprising to me how many people are like, fuck this email right away. Just like, I want no part of this. But yet... Think about this. Whether they opted in to a mailing list or not is what they're going to debate with you. They're going to say they didn't opt in to receive your emails. Right. But they did opt in because they gave that email address to the county. And they also gave the county permission to sell that data to... Legitimate candidates. My question. When do you go about giving that information? Like, how? what What do you do? 
when What's you're, the process? Well, there's a couple ways. You either can fill out a card. And Is this just when you want to, to register to vote? Yes. Okay. And register to vote. Or when you're renewing your driver's license, you can check a box that says use this information to change, update, whatever, my registration. Is there a thing on there saying this data may be distributed to political campaigns? Yes. Well, then these people have no right to complain. They did opt in. They're just too stupid to read the fine print. Sorry. Well, and what happens... Maybe you should read the What, I, what I think is more problematic than that, though, is you're still treated like a spammer. Because they throw you into spam, then they're, then that company, in order to fight spam, I get what they're doing. They have an automated process. Oh, every time something comes in here, report it to wherever the mail came from. Right. Because if we do that enough, spammers will be gone. Right. Okay. But nobody bothers to check that, that the, you should have a tag or something that says political. Because political messages are considered First Amendment freedom of speech. And you should have to prove that you're a political campaign in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, you do. You have to put paid for by... No, no, no. No, no, no. Jack Diddley Doodle for Congress. What I thought you meant is... Number 67431. They should have, like... Like, because you're sending them through Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. They should have, like, a box you check that is part of the information being sent to Yahoo or Gmail that says it's a political message and make it so that it isn't sent to junk or isn't sent... Yeah, that's what the header is I'm talking about. Same. You're saying the same thing. Are we? You're, yeah, you're thinking of what it would look like to the user, which is a checkbox that says, I certify, I've been certified as a political campaign. Here's my campaign ID that they could then check with the state of California to see if it was legit. Okay. And then... It'd be good, but you have to do the code behind it to make it work. I'm thinking about the code behind it. You're thinking about the way it looks to the person. Okay. So, but either way, you need... What the heck is he doing? He's eating something. Either way, you get what I'm saying. Go ahead. That's it. <laughs> you said, um, like there's nothing more to say. So then I get out of your way, and then you say, that's it. <laughs> What? I do not remember saying um. Two? I can't remember what I wanted to say if there was a thing. So three, you're done. (laughs) Stick a fork in it? She's done. Stick a fork in it. The jello's jiggling. Do not stick a fork. It's like my damn Dodgers tonight. Go 14 innings, 4 to 4 tie. Go up 5 to 4. Then give up a three-run home run in the bottom of the 14th to lose 7-5. to five. Ouch. You know, that must have been a very exciting baseball game. Ouch. Ten. Man, makes my heart hurt. <sighs> makes me so sad. <laughs> really sad. So I don't know what to tell you, woman. I don't know what to tell you. I think... One thing that people don't seem to grasp is if you're supposed to be able to feel how you feel about whatever, those are your rights to be that way, right? Uh-huh. And it's my rights to be my way, however I want to be. Well, 
If you want to be some crazy, all the way to the left, everything should be free, the government should pay for everything, we should steal from the rich and give to the poor, far left person, mm-hmm. you should have that right. Right. Because the success or failure of everything you do is going to be judged by stuff like that. Because people are going to look at that as part of your character and then decide whether they want to do business with you or not. And so... I would have to imagine, I would hope, okay, that if a local restaurant owner was spouting off racist crap and we heard about it. We wouldn't go there. That we for sure wouldn't go there. But I would hope when I say we that the vast majority of society wouldn't go there. Like that guy should be put out of business. The good old-fashioned way. Just don't shop there because you're not worthy of being in this position. Right. I agree. Well, I'm surprised, to be honest with you, the only situation I've heard of lately where there's been, like, an issue where a business has been super unethical was the sandwich wars. Yep. And when I say lately, I mean in the last, like, three years. Yeah, I hear you. Um... What happened was there was a business posting fake reviews on their own Yelp page and negative fake reviews on other local sandwich shops' Yelp pages. Yeah. And it wasn't, let's be clear about something. It wasn't at first targeting one particular place. No, it, it wasn't was all until that one particular place called them out on it that it began to target that one particular place. Well, initially, they were putting their reviews on, like, Subway and all sorts of other local sandwich shops. It was everyone. But you're right. Then, when the war started, it was only between two sandwich shops. And so, I'm really surprised with how publicly that came out, that that place is still in business. Yeah. Why the hell do people still go there when the owner has proven to be unethical? No. I hear you. I told you. I really, every so often, I crave a breakfast burrito. Don't ask me why. There's just something about the flavor. I crave it. And they've got the best one that I've had around here. The only one that's better than it, really, that I've had before is the one over at the Los Alamitos baseball field. On the weekends. Their breakfast burrito is amazing. We should drive over and get you that one from Huntington Beach again that that, um, Carlos recommended that was so good. That was good too. But you know what I'm talking about. Every so often I crave that. And there's just no place to go for any of that. Except for a place that I don't feel is ethical. So I'm not going to go there. How did it compare to that place we got breakfast burritos from through Postmates that one time? Way better. Interesting. And and that's the thing, but I'm not willing to go give business to somebody who's that unethical. I know. We haven't been back there since it all happened. And we've been to the sandwich shop, the other one that was involved in the war. Yes, we have. Because we felt like they were mistreated. So we went there. It's the, we've only gone there twice, ever, in the history of ever. Well, but see, that's why she has those rules about... Not being able to say anything negative. And what I think is in a a community, 
If someone's not doing the job, then people should be able to say they're not doing the job. Right. I agree. I mean, I mean, I see a lot. Well, I used to see a lot in certain places about, um, like maids and housekeepers that weren't weren't doing a fabulous job, or they like weren't showing up, and they would collect pay for right. four weeks of the month, and they'd only clean on two, kind of stuff. Well, why shouldn't you be able to warn the other community members that something is going on? And if there's something that you're warning the community members about is a lie, then why shouldn't somebody else be able to call you out and be like, yo, this, exactly. is, this is definitely untrue. Shut the heck up. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. You would have to imagine, okay, you have to imagine using your maid scenario, that maid is generally going to have, you know, we don't live in an area where someone's rich enough to have a maid seven days a week. So... That maid, in order to be making full-time income, is going to have to work multiple, multiple places. Right. Okay? And also, generally speaking, people who rip people off generally rip off everybody, not just a specific somebody. Right. So, they're either very unethical across the board, or they're very ethical across the board. Right. Anyway, people should be allowed to complain if they're having a poor experience. And people should be allowed to defend themselves if other people are lying about their experience. Yes, because it sets up the correct expectations. Oh, and that's where I was going with that. Now I remember. If someone lies about the service provider, Uh the service provider generally doesn't need to defend themselves. Because what will happen is their other clients will be like, hey, yo. I've been using the same person for the same time period. And she's never missed work once. So I don't know what you're talking about. Right. And like one might even say, in fact, I dropped her off at your house on the day you say she didn't work. Exactly. So the way that you heap the checks and balances is people make their complaint about what's happening. And other people seeing the complaint either agree or defend. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what happens. And then other community members can make up their own mind about what's being said, and they can decide whether or not to hire that person when they're considering or not. Like, God forbid, adults. <sighs> like, God forbid that people act like adults. This whole episode is about how people can't be adults. Yes, exactly. That is what it's all about. Because people, they're just too, I don't know, too into themselves sometimes. And I think that the rest of us need to speak up when that happens. Right. Gently, not like a jerk, but there just needs to be that discussion that, hey, yo, you know what? It's not fair to me that your trash is always left on the floor next to the trash dumpster and not put in the trash dumpster. And then I have to put it in there for you. And if I don't do it, then Austin has to do it for you. That's not fair. Right. So, you have that conversation because they're basically, you know, they're infringing upon my rights. Not, I'm not cool with that. Right. <sighs> See, the cat's infringing upon your rights at the moment. He's assaulting. He thinks that there's popcorn in the bowl, so he's going to go check it out first because, you know, he's a... a little bit of a devious one. He's an asshole. 
<laughs> Look at him, see? It's oh, exactly what he's doing. The one other thing that happened today that I want to complain about. I saw a post on Facebook about some person who's looking to buy a new computer, and they went to Fry's. And none of the salespeople at Fry's would help them. Okay. Their post said, and none of the millennials working at Fry's were useful. Stop labeling people. Stop it. I don't care. Call them employees of Fry's. Call it. Just don't. How would you like it if I said none of the people or none of the liberals are useful or none of the conservatives are useful? You wouldn't like it. You wouldn't. So stop it. Labels are generally their way for people to attack you more than they are for anything else. Exactly. Because like like that discussion today about, you know, oh, you're not a libertarian. And then someone said, well, I'm going to tell you, you're not a libertarian. You're you who happens to agree with libertarian positions on things. Right. And it's true because when you put it that way, so if you put it the other way, the Libertarian Party has to change for your ideas to change. But when you when you do it this way, when you do it this way, you can change a little bit. Like, okay, maybe I don't totally agree with you guys on this issue, but I'm going to move over here. Right. To where I feel comfortable. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's what you do as a leader is you adapt and you evolve. That's how, how do you think you get enough people to be behind you to put you in a position you want to be in? Right. I guess. You have to have a somewhat, you know, your position has to mostly be palatable to the right, to the majority. Yeah, I, I get it. My whole point being this person was likely of the baby boomer generation, just given what their profile picture looked like. Do they not realize it can go both ways? Do they not realize every generation has shit to say about another generation? That's not untrue? Come on now. Stop your labeling. You're right. Stop it. But you're right about that. It's just unreasonable. You're right about that. Because instead of attacking in general an entire group of people, you could attack something specific. Well, you could say the employees at Fry's were useless. If that was your experience, or you could even, if you want to make it even more specific, the employees that I encountered at Fry's tonight. But do you really need to trash an entire like fifteen-year generation because you had a shitty experience at Fry's? Yeah, (sighs) it's another special thing that people do: is broad brush. Next time, I'll say something nasty. But until then, I won't. You always promise that, and then you just never actually deliver on it. Well, I've done it. But Okay, the last time I stood up for something I thought was absolutely asinine, we met the most reasonable person I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Just ridiculous. <laughs> you put it that way. That's kind of an interesting way to put it. Well, I'm trying to tell you who I'm talking about without naming the uh-huh. person I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Anyway, that's all I have to rant about. Well, I think I'm done as well because really, I don't know, while it trips me out that people have acted the way they've acted by some of these emails, at the same time, 
it's their right to feel that way. Exactly. And what all I'm going to do is comply with requests that are made. So Makes sense. Look at you being an adult. Exactly. Oh, well, adults being adults. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to Yogi's Podcast Network dot com forward slash tnr show thanks for listening